0: Welcome back to 50% Cancer with Chloe. Last episode, we did a Q&A to kick off season two and the new year. Today, we'll be talking about survivorship and making a care plan and how to ensure that you stay in your best health after thyroid cancer, whether that's preventing recurrences and staying on top of them, having good relationships with your doctors, or just in general, being healthy. I want to start this off by saying that what comes after, you know, thyroid cancer and your diagnosis and removing your thyroid or not. It's so unique for everybody. Every case is so different and there's variances just in the types of cancer, but there's also variances just in like papillary thyroid cancer, for example. So you really want to make sure that you're using what I'm saying today as like a guideline and a framework and know that it'll probably need to be adjusted to fit your own needs. So just kind of a general idea of what you can expect as a thyroid cancer survivor. I would say, especially in the first few years, monitoring is really important. You want to make sure that your doctors got all of the cancer and that they feel confident about that. So you might be asked to do a little bit more scans and blood works and checking in than you can expect, you know, further down the road. You probably will do an ultrasound, either, you know, maybe just one in a year or a few. Blood work, of course, as needed to figure out what dosage is right for you and how that affects your TSH and how everything is working together. And you might especially get thyroglobulin, TG, looked at the first year. Thyroglobulin is used as kind of like a tumor marker, if you will. When you don't have your thyroid anymore, you want to have very low levels of thyroglobulin. For some people, it might not ever be zero. For example, mine, I believe, is like 1.7, but my doctor has told me that I'm still considered NED, no evidence of disease, because it's low and it has stayed the same. You'll also have office visits, which are a really good time for any questions you have. Don't feel afraid to bring in like a notebook and have questions written out or even just to take notes. Or even don't be afraid to bring, you know, a family member or a partner or a friend in to take notes for you while you kind of just listen and can be an active listener in the moment offices are also great for forming a relationship with your doctor whether this is your endocrinologist uh, a care team or even just like your primary care provider, it's really important that you trust your doctor and that you like them and you feel like they understand you. So office visits are a really good way to kind of figure out and form that relationship and maybe see if anything needs to change. If you're not appreciating how they talk to you or you feel like they don't listen to you, don't be afraid to change doctors or ask for a second opinion. And of course, office visits are a great time to address any concerns or new symptoms that you are noticing. You can also do these uh, a lot of the times, like hospitals or clinics have like an online app or some digital way of connecting with your doctor when you don't have a visit scheduled. But it's also good to just kind of re-address and reintroduce any concerns or symptoms that you have when you're kind of face-to-face. For some people, I definitely understand that face-to-face is more helpful for them rather than, like, typing a really long message in the online portal, because I've been guilty of that. So sometimes it's better to just kind of save it and do them all at once. What comes out of this aftercare and all these appointments and stuff you might get a survivorship care plan. Now, I never really had one of these, so I find the idea fascinating. And I was actually reading an article, because I go to the Mayo Clinic for my care, and they actually didn't used to have one. And they kept hearing from patients that, you know, they feel invalidated and the disconnect between it's the good cancer, and my doctors are telling me that, but why do I, you know, have these struggles or don't feel well, etc.? And so, they actually have now introduced, like, a thyroid cancer survivorship care plan. So, I need to figure out how to get on that, because I'd love that. But basically, a survivorship care plan gives you kind of, first of all, like, the lowdown on what kind of cancer you had, what they did, all the procedures you've had. So, you just kind of get a really great snapshot of, here's my case, here's where I'm at. They'd have included in there, like, a suggested follow-up schedule, blood work for scans. So, that's where they might tell you, you know, we're going to do ultrasounds one to two times a year, or we're going to do blood work... every three months. So a suggested follow-up schedule. They also would include potential side effects or like long-term effects from your cancer, if there are any. Have diet and activity suggestions. Again, this is kind of relating to that just general well-being and how to be in your best health because obviously if you are healthy, my mindset is that if I do get cancer again or if I, you know, if anything goes wrong, at least I can say that I am in good health and I'm in a good place to fight any cancer or any... Low points that might come up or any concerns that might need intervention. It also included in a survivorship care plan would probably be some reminders to visit with your PCP, your primary care provider, whoever your just kind of general doctor is outside of thyroid cancer, because again, they want to make sure you're taking good general health of yourself. And speaking of general health, the tricky thing with thyroid cancer is that I really think that it's kind of the survivorship care plan and this relationship with your doctor. I really think that those are your best medicines, besides your daily hormone replacement. Those are your best ways to fight a recurrence. Because there aren't really any clear behaviors or supplements that have been shown to help keep your thyroid cancer away. In an article from 2019, the American Cancer Society recognized that so far, no dietary supplements have been shown to help lower a recurrence risk of thyroid cancer. But... Adopting healthy behaviors is important and can have positive effects on your health. They also point out that dietary supplements aren't regulated the same way as medicines. So talk to your healthcare provider and your healthcare team because there are some certain vitamins or minerals you might need to be getting extra of and so ask them first always don't just willy-nilly tar- start taking anything a lot of things can have interactions with your thyroid meds or your thyroid levels and they can affect like blood work so you want to make sure that they know about what you're taking and then it's recommended by them and how much also It's also recommended to avoid tobacco smoke, things like drinking excessively, because obviously that all increases risks of getting other cancer, and I'm sure one cancer is enough for you and you don't want to have any others, just like me. And lastly, I wanted to say don't forget your emotional well-being. It can be obviously stressful. You can have anxiety over recurrence or your thyroid cancer, PTSD, depression can happen, and these can be just... Things you already deal with, or they could be from a side, like a side effect of your thyroid cancer. It's really important not to ignore those as well as just your physical health. Make sure that you seek help and support from others. And like I said, it might be helpful to bring a family member in with you. Don't have to do this all alone. And I know that there are like kind of uh, care advocates, I think, that will just come with you and like hang out with you at your appointments and stuff. I don't know how that's going in COVID world, but you're not alone. And it can be a lot to bear. It can be a really big burden of just even knowing that you've had cancer or that you have cancer. So don't forget that as awesome as being healthy and, you know, not sitting for too long and taking a walk or eating well. Those are all really important. But you also need to be emotionally and mentally in a healthy spot. That is only going to help you succeed in life and continue living your best life after thyroid cancer. Today, we talked about what comes after all the (laughs) exciting things of thyroid cancer. You know, making a survivorship care plan, having clear expectations of what might be required of you in terms of visits to the doctor and what sort of behaviors that you can adopt to help prolong your health. Talked about what a survivorship care plan might include. And we talked about not forgetting to take care of yourself, whether that means physically or mentally or emotionally. Thanks for being here. Next week, I am super excited because we're going to have on our first guest, who isn't my boyfriend. <laughs> and we're going to have Anita on, and she's going to be talking about thyroid cancer and religion, which I am super interested In this topic, I myself have had mixed feelings about it, and it'll be really awesome to hear her perspective, and then I'll also share mine. So that'll be next week. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are doing well. In the meantime, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at 50% Cancer. Bye!